Hi, everyone. Happy to be back for another episode. I hope that you all had a wonderful holiday. My Thanksgiving was great. I got to spend it with lots of family and loved ones and have lots of leftovers in my fridge, which is nice because it will be lunch for me and Marco this week. So love that. And I ordered some sides from Whole Foods. They have great sides and they a lot of them are actually healthy too, which is nice. We got asparagus and mashed sweet potatoes, Italian wedding soup, these really great cranberry nut rolls that were like dinner rolls and also some pies as Some of you may or may not know I'm not a cook by any means, and that is okay with me. We all have our talents and interests, and cooking is not one of mine. So that is why I opted for Whole Food Sides, Um, and they're like pre-cooked. You just put them in the oven. There's directions on how to reheat them. So easy. takes a little bit of the stress of cooking off of my plate, especially because it's been a very busy fall. So that was a success. And I am excited to get a Christmas tree. Marco and I are getting ours. By the time this episode comes out, we will already have had it. So I will be posting it on social, but very excited. It's our first Christmas together. Uh, because last year we were still long distance. I was in California for Christmas. He was in Chicago. I went to Chicago for New Year's. Still got to have Christmas vibes with him, but it'll be nice to actually pick out a tree together, decorate the tree, embrace the Christmas spirit together uh, because we both love Christmas. So very excited for that. It's actually been a little cold in California, so I've been able to break out some of my sweaters that I thought I might not break out because I live in Southern California, so it can be like 78 degrees on Christmas sometimes, or it can be in the 60s, but it's been on the chillier end, and it's been nice to bring out some of my New York, as I would say, fashion and sweaters because that's really the only place that I've worn them the last 12 years that I've lived there. So I'm loving that I'm getting to channel some New York energy. I have been really missing New York lately. Obviously, I love living in California and being and being close to my family, but it's my first holiday away from being in New York the entire holiday. And I am a little homesick in a way. You know, New York's been my home for 12 years. I spent all of my 20s there and went to college there and have so many experiences. And I mean, all of my friends are there for the most part. I have other friends sprinkled around, but some of my closest friends are there. So yeah, I just have been missing it. And I try to not focus on the emotions of missing it because I am very grateful that I'm in California and I have really enjoyed being here so far. But I also did want to just acknowledge that it's okay to be homesick and that doesn't have to be a negative thing. I am very excited to visit New York. I can't wait. I have been once since I left and it was for three days for work. So it was very fast and furious and I was working in my nine to five for it. So I didn't really get to explore as much, but I did get to see some friends of mine. 
but I can't wait to plan a trip to go visit. I would love to go next year. So that is something that I need to add to my like goals for 2024. I just wanted to take today's episode to share some content that I stumbled upon this week, new perspectives that I really vibed with and think that everyone that's listening would vibe with too. So I stumbled upon this podcast and then a show that is very similar to the podcast called Super Soul and it's on HBO Max. It's hosted by Oprah, the one and only. I watched her talk show here and then. I'm I am a fan of her. Like I do admire her and her career and all of the good and positive energy and way that she's connected people throughout her career. I stumbled upon this episode and it was Build the Life You Want. She actually co-wrote a book with a social scientist named Arthur Brooks. And he is also a professor at Harvard and he's a professor of happiness, which I was immediately drawn in after hearing that. But this episode was really great because, you know, it talked about like the science behind happiness. And Arthur says, happiness is not a destination. Happiness is a direction, which was so fascinating for me to like really sit with because as Oprah and Arthur were talking about, a lot of people look at happiness like the destination. Oprah was giving examples and when she was on the talk show, people would come on and she'd ask them like kind of what do they want out of life? And a lot of people would say happy life. And then, you know, the follow up question is what would get you to have a happy life? Then they don't know what steps they need to be taking to get to that their ideal happy life, which is funny to think about because you want happiness, but you don't exactly know like what for you is going to give you that happiness. and they break down, you know, some of the stereotypical things that people talk about, like money and power, but those actually aren't the most like important things studies have shown that lead to having a happier life. And a term that Oprah had coined was happierness. You know, it's really people want happierness. And happiness is a direction. It's a choice that you make in your day-to-day and something that really needs to be intentional. And this is why I was so fascinated by it because it is very intertwined with manifesting and all of the work that I've done over the past couple of years with manifesting and shifting my mindset to be more like positive solution oriented, really focused on the result and reality that I want to bring to life and less on the thing that I may be lacking and I don't have yet. I'm going to include it in the podcast notes so that you can listen to it if you'd like to. But in addition to this podcast, Oprah also has an interview series on HBO Max that came out in 2021. So it's not new, but it's new to me. So I'm sharing it with you. But it is a series and she interviews different celebrities. I watched two of the episodes, one with Chip and Joanna Gaines. They're a married couple that had their own show on HGTV called Fixer Upper. If you are a fan of interior design, 
home renovation, flipping houses, all of that, check out the show. I mean, they're also entrepreneurs, so highly recommend. I watched all seasons and they actually stopped the show at one point, like after doing it for so many seasons. And then um, now they have their own network, Magnolia Network, and they, they have additional shows. So they are true entrepreneurs and have helped so many people um, because they usually would flip like they'd buy homes that were not great looking <laughs> and turn them into this beautiful thing. So they're re- also restoring old homes and giving them new life, which is a beautiful thing to see instead of just like tearing something down. So a big fan of that. Priyanka Chopra Jonas was one that I watched, an Indian actress, and she's also a film producer. She also won Miss World in 2000, which is a while ago, but she's still with it. So she's actually one of India's highest paid actresses. And she is also an activist. So she's a boss and an inspiration because she comes from very humble beginnings. And she happens to be married to Nick Jonas slash Nick Jonas is married to her. She's her own person. (laughs) So her interview with Oprah was inspiring. The setting of the show is in Oprah's garden, which is beautiful. And something that really resonated with me that Oprah said to her was every single moment, every choice that is made determines the moment that allows us to sit and talk to each other now in my garden. It really made me like pause and think because this also kind of intertwines with manifesting and just really trying to live an intentional life and be present in our own lives, like take an active role. We be in the driver's seat of your own life, which is something that in my manifesting journey, I have learned to do and practice. But I also acknowledge that you can feel sometimes like you're a passenger in your own life, you know, depending on what you're going through and the tools that you might have to navigate them. Because we aren't all given the same tools, you know, as children, we are like a creation of our own environment. And I can acknowledge that like I have done a lot of work on myself over the years, like through therapy and listening to lots of podcasts, especially podcasts that have interview people that have like that are therapists or just different life experiences and really like embracing new perspectives. So I am a true believer of like every choice that is made and does impact, you know, the next thing that can be an exciting thing also. So in the interview, Priyanka talks about her life and she talks about how her brother entered her into her first pageant that then led her to winning Miss World and brought so many opportunities in her life. She embraced it. You know, she could have like shied away from the pageant and self-sabotaged her, but she leaned in and and that opened so many more doors for her. So it's, you know, going back to the the fact that your perspective is so powerful and how you choose to act and approach like life and then challenges or unexpected things and pivots, you know, can just bring so many great things. And while they can be challenging and maybe a little daunting, it also allows you to learn Um, And that's something that Oprah and Priyanka talked about, which, you know, this willingness to learn in life and knowing that life is a gift is something that I wanted to share here on the podcast because the willingness to learn and 
goes hand in hand with willingness to embrace new perspectives. You know, if we are close-minded and unwilling to expand our mind and push ourselves out of our comfort zone, then that might take a little longer for you to get to that end result because it takes a village and no one does it alone. And that's okay if you want to do it alone and, you know, go for it. Everyone has the right to do you. But I have seen through experience that embracing new perspectives and willing willing to like learn about yourself by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone or entertaining a conversation with a stranger or entertaining a conversation with a family member on a topic that you might not be as knowledgeable on listening sometimes you definitely learn a lot through listening and just remembering that life is a gift as hard as life may get at the end of the day it is a blessing the ball is in our court on how we choose to live it there is so much out there in the world that's waiting for us to discover so i don't want to sound cheesy and like woo woo but i do truly believe through my own life experience as well, that there is beauty in overcoming challenges and embracing new perspectives. You can also become a more well-rounded person because, you know, you're just embraced and entertained different perspectives. And it's not necessarily beliefs that you have to adopt yourself, but really, truly like hearing and listening and learning, you know, what works for you or not is a trial and error like in itself and can help you learn about yourself and we grow as people you know in life like year to year we have new challenges that we're embracing or obstacles and life experiences that are changing us you know through also life milestones so i really resonated with the interview and felt like it really encouraged intentionality and taking ownership of our lives and i'm here for that i'm here to perpetuate this way of thinking and encourage others to do the same because i think when we are trying to really like focus and reflect on ourselves sometimes too and take active steps to bringing our best selves to each day and living our best lives I think the world can just be such a, a better place. Wanted to share my thoughts and highly recommend checking this out if you are interested in this type of content. I am excited to listen to more of the podcast episodes that Oprah has and we'll be sharing any other cool, great learnings here. And yeah, there was this four pillars of happiness that they also talked about faith, family, friends and work that serves um, that paired with, you know, the power of metacognition, which the simplest way to explain this is retraining your brain to think positively there's studies that have shown that humans are just have more space in our brain to store negative like thoughts and feelings which is very interesting to think about in my opinion in this day and age with social media and you know the state of the world we're also just skewing like more negative and there are studies that there's a happiness slump in america specifically which for me, tracks. I mean, I think it's 2023. We had COVID. 
COVID is feels like it's kind of here to stay. Luckily, not as bad as it was when, you know, the pandemic first happened. But lots have changed in our lives in the past few years and even year. And a lot of that impacts our day-to-day life and our mental health. And luckily, we're in a day and age where talking about mental health and self-care is becoming more normalized and corporate America is embracing mental health finally. (laughs) And, you know, we're making positive steps there, but that, you know, dealing with inflation. So that being said, faith, family, friends, work that serves, those are the four key pillars to happiness. And I wanted to share that with everyone that's listening because that you know what you don't hear in this is like power or money and obviously those are things that are nowadays essential to living the life that we want to live but those aren't the key pillars that are going to lead to a happier life so food for thought and definitely check out this episode if you are wanting to hear more there's a lot of science that's backed this so it's not just you know willy-nilly like opinions which is also I think so fascinating how there's starting to be more science tied to like just human behavior and there's always been that but I just think in the day and age that we're at and social media and how much social media impacts also society um, there's just so much more data now and I think it's important to talk about because It's something that we are continuing to face day to day. And instead of like just knowing it in our heads, actually talking about it and and trying to, you know, connect and inspire people to maybe focus a little bit less on social media and more on their like personal mental health. um, I think that could go a long way. And and us deminimizing a bit the importance of social media as status because I feel like in my I mean in my life there was a time when social media wasn't a thing and then in middle school going into high school MySpace was was a thing and I had a MySpace and then Facebook and Instagram the rest is history and now there's just so many social media platforms and each of them has their own you know kind of like purpose and vibe and you know twitter is as most of you probably know listening twitter i feel like just all of this negative like it's a it's a space it's become a space that is skewing more negative and where people are sharing their opinions but they're also like really damaging to other people's lives and that's become normalized and that in my opinion is terrifying um and then you have instagram that is more like people comparing themselves sometimes to each other and then there's facebook which anyone who's in gen z is like that's for old people (laughs) i mean i still have a facebook i'm not gonna get rid of it uh i feel like you can still stay like in touch with people that maybe you aren't following on instagram but it's nice to you know still see what's going on in people's lives especially nowadays that everything is just so busy and I feel like sometimes it's like harder to keep in touch with people and maybe that's because of like hustle culture and just rising inflation and people like being spread thin sometimes but I do love that Facebook has 
allowed me to keep in touch more. And that Facebook has its own problems, but um, not on there enough. And same thing with Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter. Um, Instagram and Pinterest are the platforms that I'm on the most. And honestly, Instagram more so for inspiration. Inspiration for like ways to practice mental health. It's inspiring to see other entrepreneurs that have really like used the platform to spread positivity and really like share advice for free with other like creators and even just normal people. That's the biggest reason why I use it and to try to do the same. And then Pinterest, I just love. I love Pinterest so much. I've had it for years and I don't use it as much, but I do have some boards that help keep me inspired for like fashion, for fall and winter, spring and summer, hair ideas. So I feel like that is also a huge source of inspiration for me. Anytime I am planning for like a big trip, I will search on Pinterest because there are so many um, like blogs and posts that are like five days in Italy and five days in Tuscany and that gives me lots of inspiration for like what how I want to plan my trip or just ideas so I love that it's information sharing and it's like positive it's a positive space in the digital world that I think is very much needed and very underrated but people are sleeping on Pinterest and that's okay with me because I love it And that's my PSA for Pinterest. But, you know, this idea of like self-care during the holidays is something that I wanted to talk about in today's episode because I have been feeling the burnout a little bit. I think this year is honestly catching up on catching up to me, just the move and all of the life changes that have happened this year. So as we wrap up November, I wanted to use this time to keep it light and remind everyone that self-care is essential and so necessary for our mental health and that and self-care comes in many different forms so finding some time for self-care as we go into december is something that i am prioritizing doing so that i can start the holiday season off on a great foot and end it on a great foot and go into 2024 feeling ready to take on the year and grateful that i'm going to be entering 2024 with this podcast and everyone that's listening and building this community that is inspiring people to get in the driver's seat of their own life and have conversations about mental health and self-care and as we go into the holiday season i wanted to share some holiday shopping tips to hopefully help make your holiday shopping a little easier this year so I use Google Sheets. I'm a big fan of all things Google Drive, but Google Sheets is my jam. I have been using it for years, but especially for holiday shopping um, the last couple years. So what I do is I have like a template that has, you know, I add in the names of who I want, who I'm buying gifts for. I add in links 
there's like a column for links for inspo or potential gifts that I might buy. And then also a column for like the cost of those. And then that all gets tallied up so I can see in total like what I'm spending this holiday season. It's really helpful if you're on a budget or you want to reference back to what you purchased the previous year. Maybe you're like, oh, I bought this for so-and-so. And then the next year, like, I think this would be a great gift for this other person because like that's, I mean, in my opinion, that's totally normal. Um, and then, you know, just making it easier to like keep track of like actually what you're buying for people. So you don't have a million tabs open in your phone or your computer. And then you like lose that tab and then you're like, oh, damn, like what, like where is that? So overall, I have found using Google Sheets is great and highly recommend especially if you're someone that like has a big family or is like on the go and just needs like one place to keep everything and you know the nice thing with it being on google sheets is you can have it on your computer you can have it on your phone you can and you can also share it with a partner a family member if you're collabing on buying gifts i also use google sheets for like trip planning especially with friends because it's so easy for us to like input our ideas and share and collab um, versus like having to have everything like tracked maybe in text messages if you're open to it try it out i highly recommend it i already made made mine i need to share it with marco but i've started to add some gift ideas on there and it also just like kind of helps peace of mind because I can visually see like, okay, check to this person off the list. This I'll also add like a, has it been ordered? Um, so I am not like having to look through my email as much to be like, oh, when did I, did I order this? Is there confirmation? So making holiday gift buying and shopping easier. There's a sale going on with StoryWorth now through January 1st. And if you're not familiar with StoryWorth, it is a great gift. I actually got this for my dad last Christmas. And essentially, it is a way to preserve meaningful moments and memories, and it binds it into a book. So each week, the person gets an email with a question to answer and then they sign into the little platform. It's very easy. They answer the question and that just gets saved in the platform. And at the end of the year, it all gets bound into a book. You can choose between a hardcover and a softcover and you can actually, there's actually templates for the cover. So you can add in pictures to personalize it a bit more and you can actually add copies um for the book at an affordable price so great gift if you know you're doing it and you have siblings and you're doing it for your parents and then you can make copies and you know everyone can have a book there's questions that are already like default to ask and then there's also questions that you can write in yourself so i've done a little bit of both i started with the questions that StoryWorth had and you can actually arrange them how you want if you are someone that is a little bit more sentimental or highly recommend and you just can learn so much about your loved ones that you maybe also didn't know and have this in a, a book that you keep forever. I think it's a special, a special gift. So I will include a link to StoryWorth in the show notes. But if you're trying to think of holiday gift ideas, de definitely check it out. 
Um, it is very user-friendly. So if you're like worried about it being too complicated, it's not that complicated. And I also have like the shared login. So it's easy for to tr help troubleshoot if you are thinking about doing it for a family member that might be a little older, a little less tech savvy. And, you know, it's once a week. And then at the end of the year, it, you can choose to continue it or end it. And then it'll bind the book and um, you can help like customize it. Super simple. Um, great gift. So highly recommend StoryWorth. That's that's my gift ideas for this episode. But I definitely will have more. So I will be sharing along the next few episodes for anyone that might need some inspiration for gift ideas. Um, I love gift giving and I especially love gift giving like gifts that are like kind of personalized to the person in a way because I just, you know, it's not, it's not about the money or like who got the best gift, but just something that, you know, you're going to give someone that they're like, going to use and it's useful um that's just my two cents but i hope you all have a wonderful week and i'm so excited to be back next week december is going to be a great month i'm very excited to get to be around my family this holiday and i will be sharing what's to come in december in the first episode so stay tuned we also have a mini episode series coming out in December to wrap up the year. So very excited for that. They will be short and sweet episodes. I will tease what they are going to be in next episode. Uh, until then, I love you all. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to leave a review or a rating wherever you're listening, I would appreciate it so much. Hope you come back next week. Talk soon. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.